Yes, let's go. Now recording. That's not creepy at all. Come play with us. Oh, that's creepy. Come play with us, Chris. I will cut you. And Ellie. And Yo. And Jen. And Cindy. And Hushbeth. I can't summon Ghostbuster. (laughs) I would would just like to cry That's all (laughs) Hello and welcome to Critical Recovery This is a 5th edition Homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign Set in a world With other campaigns in it as well Tonight I am joined by a bunch of awesome people Who I just invited to come play with me I think they've all declined At this point Perhaps the invitation (laughs) was not well received we can't come play with you. There's a pandemic. I mean, we'll have to that, stay online. I mean, I would argue we, that depending on where you live. I think we, that's accurate. We will have a wonderful in-person game with each of us in our own socially distanced gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> the gazebos may or may not be mimics. I, was I, stand, I stand by that I'm super excited for tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're also in a country that has people making... On average, decisions. much better decisions. And I have to say on well, average because I know you can come up with exceptions. That it yeah, I can think of a couple already. Speaking of bad decisions, what happened there last week? There we go. Uh, we met Prior Tim. We didn't die. Yeah, first we teleported to Fiddle Punch's tower and met Fiddle Punch wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Apparently none of us know what a palm tree is. No. <laughs> I guess there's no tropical land on Circulus. Talia trusts Thava less and less by every day. (laughs) (laughs) Morley wants to learn how to incorporate that wonderful little plant into one of his masks. I think I keep appointing myself people's moral compass. (laughs) And though they they are appointing themselves Talia's moral compass, Talia is deciding to ignore the moral compass. Most of the time, anyway. (laughs) Well, take the random character and on one shoulder you see Talia. On the other shoulder, you see Zeely. Now, how did Zeely get here? No, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's why is everything on fire? Why is everything on fire? Talia and Zeely have teamed up. They are too powerful. Someone stop them. (laughs) Zeely thinks that she makes a great moral compass. I think Talia and Zeely would get along. Talia finds the best things to set on fire. I am. I have no idea if they'd get along. I think they would. Anyway, okay, after yes, we met... Either of their personalities bear having... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, having more. Um, Sorry, sorry. Are, I argued for murdering the zombies. Everyone else disagreed. Right. Well, well, first, Fava that. went off with Fiddle Punch to take some readings, and then we had to swim to an underground cave system that used to house a dragon, but yeah, there we met a swolebold who worships claw. <laughs> I he took, wrong, he took all the wrong lessons from Gox's teaching. <laughs> if he's met him, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, he he took the be strong, kill things from Gox, but not anything about restraint and protect you don't have to kill everything. And, yeah. Oh, Urak uh-huh. totally got the protect the weak message, but you protect the weak by getting as strong as possible and hitting everything that isn't a kobold. Well, maybe well, not everything that isn't a cobalt, but many things that aren't cobalts. Yeah. There's a disconnect there <laughs> somewhere. There is, there is a significant amount of disconnect, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And then we met I Tim and like Tim, Tim may be despite... going to the salt mines. What was that about the salt mines? Uh, yeah, what? Sorry. Then we met Tim and Tim may be going to the town where the salt mines are. Oh, yes. And we're planning on going deeper into the cave system where Tim has told us there is something dangerous. Yeah, it took Tim's arm off. Yeah, but he got it fixed. He's he got better. Now. He got better. Wasn't even turned into a newt. Mending for the win. You're absolutely right. So later on, when Tim is revealed to be the big bad, uh, we will have Zuda to blame for Tim being able to cast spells where the somatic components require two hands. <laughs> Only you could have prevented Morley thinks this. Tim is a new friend. Honestly, Morley thinks Tim is a new friend. He's never seen anyone like that. And Talia thinks our whole group is way too trusting. <laughs> Morley totally is. <laughs> I agree. You are all way too trusting. My device, most undead, you should kill them on sight. And then that take their plan. heads off. It's the only way to make sure they're dead. Well, <laughs> most of them. Oh, I know a my few. My philosophy is don't lose blood in a fight if you don't have to. I do know a few undead who can survive with their heads removed. We've collectively started referring to them as anti-gox precautions. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds interesting. No, no oh. that's the person that uh, the Swalbold mentioned. I could go on, but I think you have a crab to encounter. <sighs> well, ought to make for a nice dinner. <clears throat> Good luck. Okay, we go to fight this giant crab person. Um, hopefully not die in the process. Well, that's the hope. But I'm assuming at this point you continue down through the passage? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, Tim, continuing in his voice that the DM is not going to do so that he can save his vocal cords for the second game he's playing tonight, after this one... Uh, Gives you a few directions for how to properly navigate the passages because there are side tunnels and stuff that lead to things like pitfalls, the spikes at the bottom, and boulders that roll down passageways, and a minecart that you ride in that goes over a jump while another minecart filled with adversaries rides alongside you. It's a thing, apparently. They come standard in most caverns. Who knows? Is there a minecart being driven by a gorilla and a chimpanzee? Well, there was, but they unionized. No time for this, Donkey Kong. Um, I will continue to keep up Dancing Lights for us so everyone can see. Okay. Uh, the passageway turns and, and winds, and eventually you are going south a ways, and the, the few puddles of water that you were encountering earlier start to get a bit larger and a bit deeper, and now you're starting to slosh through water that is ankle-deep again. Hmm. Just remember, Gorga, you can't drown. I was going to. I was going to say yes. You'll be fine. I made the swim to the cavern. I still don't like it, but I'm getting over it. I am told that some can drown in even an inch of water. Fortunately, you seem to be a species that is incapable of doing that. Did we say he was following us? It is very useful. <laughs> he is coming along for the battle, of course. Do you actually want to stop him? Oh, no, I don't care. <laughs> Can um, someone tell me what happened after my computer decided to bork it? We kept going down the cavern, and now we're in ankle-deep water. And I'm insulting the Swalbold. So, in other words, no, you've missed pretty much nothing. The 
It was just more of the same at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Except the the water that's been in puddles before is starting to get a bit deeper and wider and more prevalent. And I'm I'm sorry to report that your character's boots are now wet again. Wonderful. Yeah. That's why you travel in a nice weatherproof pair of boots than the fancy stuff you can wear in the city. Or like simply go without. Build a nice layer of calluses. Anyway, I have been looking for this huge giant crab. I do not see any sign of them. Why don't you go down that corridor and have a look? Point in a random direction. Ah, I do believe that is the corridor that Tim said led to a giant spike trap that then had a boulder fall on you, but the boulder was also a trained mimic. There's just a kind of shocked expression on her face. Oh, he was listening. Well, that's less funny. You've got a good head for directions. I have a good eye for danger, so I am still incredibly surprised that I have not yet seen the huge giant crab that is possibly the size of an ogre. You would think we would see something that was so big, but... How deep is the water in front of us? It's been ankle deep for a little while. Give me perception checks. Okay. Uh, my passive is 17, but I'll roll anyway. Ooh. I have 21. Oh, no. That's a four. Uh, That's why you roll anyway when you have a passive perception of 17. I have a three. <laughs> Morley is oblivious. So is Talia, don't worry. The war wants to use the three. don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Talia's too busy insulting the Swobold. Okay. I'm seeing the numbers come in. So Zuda is aware that there, the water is ankle deep, but there's a few bones and little bits of carapace that are scattered about. Many of the bones are fish bones, but not all of them. Some appear to be a bit more humanoid-ish. Hmm. However, two of you rolled significantly higher. And... That one rock that's jutting out of the water, that one rock looks like, in a certain light, like maybe, say, Talia's dancing lights, might be rather crab-shaped. I think I found the crab. Shield of faith! Urak rushes in. I also rush in. Uh, I refresh Mage Armor real quick. (laughs) (laughs) See a three initiative for Zuda. Everyone else roll. Do I have advantage on initiative right now? You do. We're not <clears throat> going at the same initiative. <laughs> oh, wow. How did three of us roll a six? <laughs> wow, oh, we are really bad. Four. Oh, wow. Okay, oh, none of us are above ten. That is really bad. <laughs> it's okay. Urak rolled above ten. Crime could be zero. Guys, yeah. we are we are a disappointment right now. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. The crab can eat the kobold. The crab does not get to eat any of us. I'm okay with the crab eating the kobold. I know, Talia. <laughs> oh no, that was Chris. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was also Talia. Probably. That was also Talia, but it was also Chris. <laughs> it, it's all a matter of determining who was using their their inside voice and who was using their outside voice and sometimes it's the same answer for both <laughs> the answer is always yes probably all right swobold attack <clears throat> so fun fact swobolds and this is a homebrew edition that's added there's a swobold from a third party thing that i have but this is straight from D beyond's homebrew section uh 
has apparently been given a leaping attack. If a swobold uses the dash action on its turn and stops within five feet of a creature, it can make one slam attack with disadvantage as a bonus action. Nice. Does it yell, come on and slam as it jumps in the air? (laughs) It does welcome you to the jam. (laughs) Unfortunately, as a kobold, since no one's there alongside this thing, uh, Urak does not get doesn't have, which would have just got rid of that disadvantage. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, that's a horrible thing because he doesn't need to dash, and that uses an action. So he's just going to slam without using disadvantage. And now rolling. <laughs> that's a nat one. Oops. Oh. I want to say I'm shocked. So the kobold is going to be eaten. Better him than us. Well, uh, the crab person is going next. And it gets multi-attack. Hey, I'm not the healer this time, so if someone wants to keep it alive, it's not my responsibility. The first attack is a miss. The second attack is one higher, and that's a hit. Ha-ha! Do your worst! I am tanking! All right, and then there's a long pause where no one does absolutely anything. (laughs) Because the the crab person goes at initiative 15. (laughs) So we all count down from 14 until we get to 6 and almost everyone goes at the same time. (laughs) Except to the healers. The healers always go last. So, Gorga, Morley, and Talia, do your worst or best or pick a thing. (laughs) Okay. Um... Who wants to go first? Uh, I think we're all going at the same time. If you're going by... Sorry. Um, actually, hold on. Let me. Someone else go. <laughs> How far away is the crab? It's twenty feet away from you. Okay. I want to throw Eldritch Blast at it. I have rolled uh, to hit uh, fifteen plus five for twenty. Uh, twenty will hit. Holy cow! Morley hit something today. Right. Proud of Morley. <laughs> Morley is proud of Morley at this point. Okay, so for um, the damage is eight damage. All right, I will note that. I think that's right. Yeah. I am going to fairy fire on it. Ooh. Now the DM knows what that does, but that's the first Mm -hmm. time I think in any of our campaigns in the multiple years I've been playing D&D on stream that I've had a character cast fairy fire. Okay, uh, so uh, the creature uh, needs to make a deck saving throw. Uh, a cube of light, uh, violet, in the case of Talia's abilities, uh, uh, a ten foot radius appears, and any creature that fails the save has uh, will have advantage on any attacks made against it. So basically, it's a way of giving pack tactics to people. Pretty much. Yes. Uh, by the way, I rolled a ten, which I don't think is going to be enough. Does not be a 13, no. <laughs> so everyone roll with advantage. Awesome. All right, this probably isn't the wisest idea, but I'm going to move up to the side of the crab and try stabbing it. And with advantage, I got a 22. Ooh. Don't forget your sneak oh. attack damage when you're rolling. Yeah. So between my standard stab and my sneak attack, I do a total of 10 damage. Nice. And I just realized Fairy Fire is a draw magic ability, so I still have my spell slots. <laughs> That's why it's never really been used in my campaign, because you're the first person playing a drow. Uh, but druids have it as well. You've had plenty of druids. I plenty of druids, but the druids never used it. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah, we have Zenosha as a druid, but Zenosha would rather turn into Venom than cast Fairy Fire. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> and Cobalt's already half-packed tactics. Right. Okay, so that's the three of you. Ryan, you're up. All right. I am going to draw my longsword and charge at the thing. I have advantage. Oh, yes, yes you do. Okay. You are welcome. That lasts for 10 rounds, by the way, and it is concentration, so if I take damage, I will roll con checks. If this right. fight goes for 10 rounds, I have made a horrible mistake. <laughs> but maybe or you have. Myself what I'm rolling. Or the dice have. So that's a crit. Nice. You miss. No, 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 that's a hit. That's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> the crab cast shield. And it doesn't help because I got a crit. <laughs> and that is 13 slashing damage. It is resistant to Asimar damage. Good thing <sighs> I didn't throw myself at it. <laughs> Shut up, Yeah, Chris. we have yet to invent the Ryan would cannon. Have been, would have been really funny, though. <laughs> we see everyone like, throwing it. Eldritch Blast, Backstab, <laughs> Slam. Ryan just goes, ah! <laughs> The question is, who would have to go Ryan, though? Crushed it, just did a crit on Chris. I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know who would have thrown Ryan. It, it would have had to be Urak. Yeah, it would be the Swalbold. The Kobold yeets the Asimar. <laughs> <laughs> LFA is not in chat to appreciate this. Wait, what? I did not agree to this. <laughs> Too bad you failed your grapple check. <laughs> Look, oh, if really I want me. to get yeeted at something, I'll uh, do my Asimar special ability thing and yeet myself. Fair. Oh, that really, really tickled me. It is an honor and a privilege to play with all of you and I love the moments where I get to make you laugh. Zuda. Jeez. Oh, I use my action to cast bless on with a second level spell slot on the four PCs. The four other PCs. D4. So that means for the next 10 rounds you get to add a D4 to any roll you make. Any oh. D20 roll you make. Any saving throw, ability check or attack roll. Basically, okay. if it's something where you roll a D20, also roll a D4. Okay. Unless it's a death save. Not mm-hmm. the, I don't know why I brought that up. but it, <laughs> I mind. actually think you still get to use it. Because Bless isn't concentration on us. It's concentration on Ellie. My understanding yeah. is you don't add any bonuses for death saves. Yeah, death saves it, kind of exist in their own universe unless it specifically says this affects death saves. Fair enough. Actually, I was mistaken. It's just attack rolls and saving throws. Oh, is it not checked? Oh, my bad. I thought it was checks, too. I, I thought it was, too. I have been corrected. Okay. okay. It I is... I using that spell roll. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm one of those rules... Not rules lawyers, just rules sticklers. <laughs> well, you know what? Accidents happen. I was following a D&D campaign run by one of the literal developers of the game, where oh wow, he had misinterpreted the rules... And they were casting Leoman's Tiny Hut as an action. So anytime the bard was in any dangerous situation, he just bubbled and sat there and watched oh. the fight. 
I wish that's how that spell worked. And they were in like, they were in for at least four seasons before the correction was made. And they're like, oh, it takes 10 minutes. Welp. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that's how that spell worked. Sorry, the bard cannot be an uber Warcraft paladin anymore. Bubble hearth. (laughs) Without the hearth. So he was fearless. If you do it around a tree and with a druid, you can definitely bubble hearth. <laughs> Fair. Fair, but there wasn't a druid in the party. <laughs> it was just bubble, and then for eight hours, you're going to watch the big bad thing just staring at the bubble waiting for it to pop. Okay, but moving forward, it's Urak's turn. Aha! Wonderful! You have joined the fray. I knew I could count on you. <laughs> they are saying this specifically to Gorga, because Gorga's like right there. Hey, I'm also right there. True. Uh, that is a roll at advantage. The highest roll is a... Oh, it's a 15. That hits. It was a 9 on the die, and that threw me off. That is going to be 11 points of bludgeoning damage. And let's see, what's the size of this creature? FYI, this crab is not... Uh, it says large giant. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you yell when running away from. Large it's not just giant, it's a large giant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in this case, giant is like the subspecies. Large is its size. Okay. It's giant because it's big for a crab and large is the size category. But here's the thing about swole bolts. Uh, when they use their slam attack, if the target is large or smaller, it is grappled on a successful slam attack. <laughs> So the Swobald has grappled the giant crab? Apparently so. (laughs) Uh, Urak wraps their arms as far around the crab as possible and demonstrates that they have not, in fact, skipped leg day. They lean backwards. And it is now a scene from the worst ballet. Oh, no. And by the way, this attack from crushing damage has bloodied the crab person. Wow. Oh, wonderful. Wow. Getting at all that meat inside. All right. It is the crab person's turn. They get to try to get out of that. Crab person? I thought it was just a crab. No, no. They were described as not just a huge giant crab, but a humanoid crab. Imagine, if you will, a crab and an ogre love each other very much. Oh, no. (laughs) Thus, crab ogre. It's kind of what it is. That's why it's part giant. Okay. Oh, well, murder. Let's see. It needs to be DC 14. I rolled a 14 on the die before I add the strength bonus. So it manages to break free of Urak's grasp. Sadly, that was its action. Now it is time for team initiative six. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can I summon Raven's Edge and come in and slice at it? Go right ahead. I imagine Team Initiative 6's battle cry is, we got there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was nearly so good. That was nearly a natural 20. Uh, that is, oh, as a bonus action, can I Hexblade to curse it? Yes. Yay. Um, that's a 16 to hit. A 16 will hit. Okay. So that is 12 points of slashing damage. No, no, 13, 13. I have noted the correction and healed it for 13 points. I mean, wait, no. (laughs) That was Monday's game, and I did, in fact, keep putting in 
damage instead of healing for the helper NPCs more than once. But that is Talia's action. Morley and Gorga, you get to go also. I'm going to take a stab with my rapier. And I remember if I get a roll of d4 to add to that advantage, so... You do. So thanks to Bless, I got a total of 17. That's going to hit. All right, perfect. So... Without the uh, Bless, you would not have. Yes. I, I rolled a 2 on the Bless die, so... Yes. I didn't roll very well even with advantage. But I'm doing really well on damage. 17. So, Gorga... That constant advantage is giving you sneak attack constantly. It's great. <laughs> I know, right? It's the Kobold game all over again. Gorka, how do you want to do this? I'm not sure where a crab's vital organs are, so I'm just going to wedge my sword deep between its shell halves and hope I stab something vital. You didn't know where the organs were, so you stabbed it in its everything. <laughs> Which is valid. It's very valid. And there were plenty of cracks due to Urak's crushing attack. So there are definitely spots for you to stab in. And suddenly, the cave smells like seafood. Who's up for crab legs? Anyone got butter? I am. I don't think I want to eat this thing. I am not entirely sure it was not talking meat. I will pass. I think I still have some trail rations. Ooh, is that the kind with the raisins? <laughs> I don't know. Let me check. It might just have cashews. It has peanut M&Ms. <laughs> huh. Why are they that color? Careful. Someone I've been told the blue ones give you cancer. Uh, maybe someone just pressed the digitation on this. Well, that explains the crab. Mm. <laughs> I thought the green dragon explained the crab. How? It was a pet. Were you not listening to... The creepy undead wizard person? He is no, no, I was so making... creepy, though. He is, he is all right. Oh, yes. Very nice he, to us. He was all right once we got to know him, but still creepy. Okay. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually agree with the swole ball. <laughs> anyway. We should probably continue exploring the cave. Yeah, constellation puns aside. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, so which way should we go next? I know the one way has the spikes and there is a boulder and... That is also a mimic, yes. It is also a mimic? We can fight that if you wish. It has been a while since I fought a mimic. Or uh, it could have actually just uh, been a table. It may have just been a table. I did win the initiative round. Okay, good to know. You can fight a table. But what do we do next? I would suggest... Continuing down this passage over here. All right. The one where the creepy green light is coming from. Good plan. Let's go check out the creepy green light. Why is it always a creepy green light? It's not always green. Last time it it was red. Why can't it just be a nice glowing, warm light? A warm, glowing, warming glow? I could cast light on something if that would help. I mean, we already have the dancing lights, but why does that one have to be ominously green? One of these days, I'm going to ask you what dance the lights are doing. And if you tell me the floss, you'll be rolling a disadvantage for the rest of the game. <laughs> They're doing the caramel dancing dance. Caramel dancing. Well, the dancing lights don't have spines, so they'd actually be able to do that dance. <laughs> Ellie. Macarena. <laughs> anyway, onwards towards creepy green light. Okay. 
So the area where you were fighting the crab person was... It wasn't a round room, but it was a larger chamber than the hallway that led to it. Uh, there is more than one exit to the west. You have decided to take the one where you could see the eerie green light, and you go for about 20, 30 feet before you realize that the other exit from the room joins up with this one. Huh. I leave yep. it to you if there are muttered epithets. Prevents, prevents us from having to double back. It does seem rather convenient to have only one passage from that chamber with an obvious encounter into this one, where there will probably be an obvious encounter. Well, something put the green light here. Probably that tree. Tree. Why is there a tree underwater? The tree is actually not underwater. Most of the room is. Most of the room is completely flooded. But there seems to be a small hill in the middle of the room with a, it's it's not a very big tree. It's bigger than you, but you've seen plenty of trees in forests that are far larger. The fact that there's a tree growing down here at all is very surprising. Yeah, yeah. I, why is there a tree in an underwater layer? It does not appear to be a very healthy looking tree. It's very gnarled. The branches go off in a variety of directions. Uh, with very sharp angles. It does have leaves on it, but the leaves are not green. They're not fall colors. They are... Well, the entire tree is glowing with some kind of green light, but you imagine if that light were extinguished and you brought it into the light source, the leaves would, in fact, be brown. Um, Around the tree, on this dry land, are small clumps of mushrooms with bright red caps. Brave Cobalt, I think that tree is a mimic. Why don't you go attack it? Gorgon! No, I'm going up there too. (sighs) Not fun. Right, so ignoring the fact that I actually have a plus two to wisdom, I'm going up there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, giving you your control of your own character and letting you choose your own destiny means... Very frequently, doing things even when you know better. Yeah, and I know that while I know better, we're here to investigate stuff, so, you know. And also, Eric does not know better. Exactly. No real loss. Bravery is acting even when one is afraid. Mm -hmm. If I do not clear this area of combatants, then it will not be a very effective gym. My students will not be strong when they get here. Oh, you are still thinking of putting the gym down here underwater. Why not? Uh, I agree. You should go and check just to make sure everything's okay over there. Right. Ryan and I will go and check. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ryan, why don't you hang back? No, I don't. I'm going up there. Fine. I'll move close enough to be within short bow range, but not a... Not a step closer. I will stay 120 foot back because that's how far Eldritch Blast is. <laughs> Y'all do that. The yeah. tree is less than 120 feet away from the entrance to this cavern. So I will be range is 80 feet, so I'll move to within 80 feet and not a step closer. Okay. And I will, I will stand next to Gorga. Gorga's decision seems to be a very good decision from Gorga's perspective. I hope I'm not... Uh, playing your character for you when I say that 
because uh, you watch Urak march forward and the water gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And now Windows is telling me that gaming services has just got updated while I'm streaming. Thank you. (laughs) I don't care about gaming services. Um, Now, Urak, while swole, swole enough to be considered medium-sized, where most kobolds are small, is not taller. He lifts. Well, they lift. They're not wearing lifts. (laughs) So the water eventually gets up to Urak's neck before it starts going back down again. Ryan, it goes up to just above your waist. All right. So it's, it's difficult terrain for a little bit, but you get through it. And then you are on the small island covered in mushrooms and one decently sized tree. I lean over to Gorga and say, one gold says the mushrooms are weird. I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> I am going to uh, cautiously prod the tree with the point of my sword. You're going to walk up there and poke it? That was the point? No, no. Poke it with the point. With the point. Okay, yes. Very different. The DM awards himself inspiration. <laughs> Look, I have an arcana of minus one. To be fair, if you want to know if something will attack you, poking them with something sharp is one way of checking. I, I think it would you would be sure it would attack you after you have poked it with something sharp. True. Um, I click my fingers and Cuptog is on um, Reen's shoulder. Just keeping an eye. <laughs> Reen, there is a small fiend sitting on your shoulder. Ryan, me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I couldn't... And I figured, but... I appreciate how everyone's rolling for initiative in chat already. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, I have a shoulder imp. Kind of thought those were metaphorical. A small winged pig sits on your other shoulder for some reason. Mm-hmm. Everyone else rolling for initiative, should I do that too? Well, when you poke the tree, the tree does not react. Oh, the mushrooms to be sure. We're I will just poke a mushroom. They're just doing it to save time, assuming that I'm going to have the tree attack. <laughs> yeah. Just because in the Monday game, trees attacked. <laughs> um, let's also remember the very first session of the first campaign, trees attack. And there are multiple other times during the first campaign, trees attack. On my honor, a, as a DM, a track on my honor, as a DM, and a middle school teacher, both professions where falsehoods are never uttered. The tree is not a blight. That is very specific. That is very specific. Yep. <clears throat> Everyone's ready. <laughs> I already told you, it doesn't react. I poke the mus- yeah. a mushroom with my foot. Hey, quit it. Call that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, can I? What are you doing here? Investigate Well, investigate somewhere else. This is our spot. Find some other right, else then. to bury yourself. All right, then. I'll go find another spot. Oh, jeez. Yeah, some place like Nine Hells. Glows. That'd, be, that'd be good for an ASMR. Nine Hells would be great for you. Oh, I wish you took that bet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll pass on the vacation advice. You sure? We can send you there. So, are you threatened to kill me or cast the spell on me? I'm not too clear on which. In fairness, that can be both. Possibly. My comment is 
not incredibly good. Should I step on these mushrooms? Yes. Um, hey, hey, mushrooms. Look. That's very rude of you. I mean, we you don't go around calling you by what you are. Actually, you did call them an ASMR. I mean, okay, yes, I did. Yeah, you kind of do. So. But we also lie a lot. This is also true. You going to back we, down or am I going to have to squish Back you? down? We're mushrooms. We're literally. Metaphorically. We don't do metaphors. Threat. Why are we making helping it our fighting or not? Am I making That's some mushroom my soup? You gonna attack us or just be rude and let us wander off? Well, one of them pops out the ground and kicks you with iron boots. All right, there's an answer. <laughs> All right, so here's what happens. Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh no. Hold on, hold on, because you technically have my faint familiar assisting you because he's because he's on your shoulder. Two seconds. Ugh, what does it say? Do I still have bless? No, that lasts for a minute. Uh because there's so many different things that faint familiar can do. I'm trapping the right one. Familiar bond. Oh, because it's an emp. Different. Darn. Okay, never mind. Seventeen. Okay, that is a success. Question. Is Uruk within five feet of me? Yes. Unfortunate. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's great. By the way, I think I still need initiative rolls for Ryan and Gorga. I rolled a 24. Do I have advantage? Yay. Wow. A uh, 20 and a 1. <laughs> now, to be fair, it goes down to a 19. You will be sharing initiative with the person five feet from you. All right. I would like to... And with to... Talia. Yay. And with Talia. And actually, Gorga goes before and... you. Yes. Oh. So it's my turn? It is, in fact, your turn. You see one of the mushrooms popped out of the ground, and they look kind of like... They don't look like a gnome, sort of. If you took a dwarf and withered them down to smaller than gnome size and gave them a red hat, this is kind of what they'd look like. The red cap. Well, I'm shooting one because I should be within short bow range. Got a total of 12 to hit. A a 12 will miss. All right. So, yeah, that's That's a miss. I'll move five, maybe ten feet closer, but that's about all else I can do in my turn. Okay, you're up to your knees in water. And next up is Team 19. All right. There's only one of these things out here? Well, there's more than one mushroom that was talking. There's one of them that jumped up and kicked you with the very stylish-looking iron boots that are included in the image that I have shared with you. You know... That was very rude of you, and I'm going to take it as a uh, initiation of hostilities and hit you with my sword now. Words, words, just die now. Ugh. Okay, so that is an 11. That's not going to do it. And we still have Talia and a Swobolt who need to go at initiative 19. Eldritch Blast. For some reason, Talia looks like... (laughs) Uh, half-orc male, very briefly. That's <laughs> the tree, because that was a seven. <laughs> no, a seven is not going to hit the tree. Okay. You did better than a seven to hit the tree. Oh, I just meant that it missed. <laughs> okay, yeah, you miss. You're not hitting the tree. 
Okay. Oh, Trace got an armor class. It it cast bark skin. Uh, Fair uh, enough. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week, and I'm not just saying Thank that because yeah. I'm getting worse. Am I? Am I really? Or am I getting better? No, worse. Okay, Swobold's turn. Welcome to the Mushroom Jam. I cast Slam. I rolled an 18. Haha. With my bonus to hit, that takes it to a 24. Strange dwarf person go squish. Uh, that will, in fact, be 11 points of damage. And the Swobold is now hugging a strange little dwarf. Morley. Okay, so the Swobold has picked up the little dwarf that was fighting with Rhine. What are the other mushrooms doing? The other mushrooms, you heard voices, but they have not acted yet. They haven't acted yet. Okay. Um, uh, I don't really want to hit the ones that have not started to fight yet. Maybe they won't fight. Um, so, what can I do? Oh, no, we're not fighting at all. Definitely not fighting at all. Nope, nope, we don't fight. Never do. You also say you lie, so now I am not so sure. But we could have been lying about lying. Did you think about that? Hmm? No, it is hmm? making my headache. Checkmate. I, am not going to I win. About okay, so they're just annoying like the little creatures flying in the other cave. Um, so I, they're not doing anything yet. They could have, you know, they could have done things. They are choosing not to fight, so don't want to Maybe we just rolled really low in our initiative. Maybe we're holding our action, and we rolled high on our initiative. Oh, I like that one better. Okay, these things are... What's initiative? Shh! (laughs) Okay, I'm going to do Eldritch Blast at the loudest mushroom, who is not being picked up by a swallow. And I have an 8 plus 5 for a 13. A 13 will just hit. Okay, so damage is 8. 8 damage. You're doing a lot better with these. Yes. Morley has learned how to actually hit something with the Eldritch Blast after practicing all the previous sessions <laughs> and missing every time. Why is Discord telling me it's detected a new audio device? I don't know. Is it because that game thing from Microsoft updated? I don't want to deal with it. But you can hear me, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And it's very clear that OBS is hearing me. So that's good. That's what counts. Actually, what counts is Morley did a decent amount of damage. Zuda is next. I will move to within 60 feet and toll the dead on the one that uh, Uruk is grappling. Okay, that's a wisdom save, correct? Mm-hmm. At 13. Oh, they are wise. They are so wise. Let me tell you about how wise they are. They are so wise that when I added in their bonus, it's exactly a 13. Ah. Wait, tie goes to the attacker, right? It usually does. Not with saves. Oh, but not with saves. Okay. I was ready to root for Zuda, but no, never mind. <laughs> Eos overruled me. It's all right. This is what you get for letting them play an Asimar. <laughs> you had to be a force for good and justice. And Speak for yourself. Has anybody actually taken damage yet? No, not me. Not me. I have. Okay. Didn't you hear me? I said I take damage. Mm, also, also, this lizard person is invading my personal space, and I feel very uncomfortable. I'm truly sorry to hear that. This is the grappled mushroom speaking, yes? Yes. Ugh, okay. That is still currently in the middle of a hug. Yes. I hope that you come to enjoy your time. In the meantime, I will let someone else have the ball. So You know, you're not very nice at all. Hey, Mal, you want to do something about this? Wait, did he say Mal? A tree branch takes a swing <laughs> at Ryan. 
Unfortunately, right, that's a then. 10, so that's going us. to miss. You lied to us. They did say they lied, which would mean I'm they were telling the talking truth. about the DM. <laughs> oh, okay. He <laughs> said it wasn't a blight. Crash just said it wasn't oh, a blight. Okay. And you all commented on how I was being very specific. Uh-huh. <laughs> I assure you, it is still not a blight. It is not, not using blight stats. You're level three. The blight I'd be throwing at you if it was a blight would be shooting needles at you. Okay. So the red cap that is being hugged is going to attempt to not be hugged. Actually, no, they're not going to do that. They are just going to do their multi-attack. First swing is a 14. That'll hit. That is going to be go away die so I can see the damage. That's nine points of damage to the Swobold. Second attack is higher. Okay. And two more mushrooms pop out of the ground. <sighs> All right. This might be interesting. Well, one of them has been the Eldritch Blasted. Mm, if you recall, fair enough. the loudest and most annoying one was the target from Morley. Mm-hmm. And they are going to attempt to go snicker snack on Rhine. All right. That is a 17. Nope. And that is a 23. I cast Shield. Okay. Ryan seems to be a bit more comfortable with their spell casting ability. Mm-hmm. And the third one jumps forward. That is going to be a... That's another 17. Huh. Do you need Beyond Likes doing this? Uh, and, well, that's a number that we have not seen before. That was a two on the die. I guarantee you that's hitting nothing. <laughs> Gen E is still part of the party, so they're still showing up in the initiative tracker. It's every time you roll, I put in a zero for them. They are having a lovely cup of tea. It fiddle punches at a uh, tower right now. Right. Oh. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where they went. I, 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 I do hope our friends are enjoying themselves. Oh, I'm sure they're fine once Gorka gets over her complications with swimming. I mean, Malathomax left that cave ages ago. There's probably nothing bad in there at all. Speaking of Gorga, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm going to take another shot at a mushroom. I'm going to go for the one that was Eldritch Blast and Blasted and not being grappled. 15. A 15 will hit. And will I get sneak attack? Is it considered flanking or anything like that? I could argue that these red caps are in fact engaged with several of your party members, and therefore this is an attack that they perhaps were not looking for in particular. Matter of fact, when I'm playing a rogue, that is the argument that I would make. So, if I get my sneak attack damage, it's 11 total. Ow! Where'd that come from? <laughs> you! Come over here and fight me like a man. I think that's not a man. Oh, come over here and fight me like a woman. Or non-binary. I mean, I don't want to judge. <laughs> it's fine. No, I think I'll stick to the arrows. And let's see, I'm not within 30 feet of my allies, so I can't use that ability, so... Yeah, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Team 19 is up. Ryan, Talia, and Swobold. I mean, I'm just going to just blast the one that's uh, mouthing off. That doesn't well, narrow it down. <laughs> yeah. I, a few. The one that I, was just sneak attack. Oh. So yeah, the one that's taken two hits already. The He's, 19 hit. A 19 will hit and then some. 13 force damage. Gorga. Mm-hmm. You notice something with your passive perception of 17. It, it was kind of sticking in the back of your head for a little bit, like something was off. But with this most recent Eldritch 
blast, it becomes very apparent. All three of the red caps look like they were affected by that Eldritch Blast. Huh. Guys, I think these guys somehow managed to share health. Oh, they're, they're bonded. That's fun. Okay, we need the Can wizard to be mean? tanking this one over here in the corner. And, oh wait, no, that that's a Burning Crusade fight. Never mind. That's convenient. Hit one of them and all of them will feel it. It also means it's going to take three times longer to get one of them down. I can live with that. I might be able to help with that. Have you considered maybe hitting one of your allies and having us feel that? Hmm? That could work. Uh Uh-huh. No. Anyway, as my bonus action, I am going to do a thing I don't think I've done before. I am going to use my font of magic to get a spell slot. Because I only have two sorcery points and I can't do anything else with them, and I'm out of first-level spell slots. But now I'm not. And now, I am going to try and whack a red cap with a flaming sword. Have you considered not whacking a red cap with a flaming sword? Considered it, but decided against Like maybe using a feather? Or a healing potion. You could try to hit us with a healing potion. I'm sure that they work opposite on red caps. (laughs) They probably do damage. You guys are not very good liars. 23. Your bonus to damage is sufficient. How do you do this? Slice off its head and a the flame leaps to another one and does three fire damage. Attack the tree. In fact, the fire damage is done to the tree because when you cut off the one red cap's head, the other two that were engaged in combat sort of just turn into a powder. All right, then. Mal Jr., avenge us! The tree does not respond. I'm going to keep an eye on the tree for at least a good 30 seconds. If it attacks, I'll attack back. Otherwise, I'll assume it was just under control of the red caps. I will be doing the same. Crash, you there? I'm here. Have we seen the tree move yet? It took a swing at me. It did. Okay, so it can... Take a swing at you, or, or at it least did, it but the red crack cap directed it to. So I'm not sure if the tree can move of its own accord, or Give if the red cracks were controlling it. I called it Mal. Yes. Yes. Mal Junior. Mal. Mal Junior. What was here before the dragon? Malathomax. Yes. Oh. The names might well, not be related. This doesn't look like a dragon. Perhaps it is short for Malcolm. It is in the middle of this chamber. What color was Malathomax? Green. 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 This tree is glowing green. I say we burn it. Being from Alexandria, what would I know about about green dragons? They are the craftiest of the evil dragons. They don't usually prefer frontal assaults. They prefer to use subterfuge and trickery to get what they want. And sometimes what they want is to just cause pain and suffering to people around them. That's fun. They're also collectors. So, I'm... I vote we burn the tree. I vote we burn the tree because um, breaking the fourth wall, a DM has a tendency to throw dragons at level threes. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Who was complaining about metagaming before we started recording? (laughs) I'm I'm putting a finger to my chin. Who was complaining about metagaming before anyone else had even logged into the voice chat? 
That was a joke. Hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry. I only did that to level threes once. <laughs> All right. Let's burn the tree. For my level... Well, for, for my uh, D&D club, I threw a dragon at them at level one. Oh, that's even worse. Um, but no, um, if, it was clockwork. if I know what you said about green dragons, um, Talia will say, maybe back away from the tree if it's called Malathomax Junior. Probably not a good idea to be near it. Dra- the green dragons are notoriously tricksy and don't usually do frontal assaults. They like to attack from the shadows, seed chaos. Well, you can right burn it chaos. from far away. <sighs> Sadly, I don't do fire damage. I can see if just a straight force blast will do. You some hear damage a cracking to... sound. Oh, oh no, it's, it's going up. to walk away. Oh, it's getting up. No, Urak has come over and given it a hug. Huh. I have been. See, Urak has an ability that Urak was not able to use yet because you kept killing things before they could use it. How dare you! If they have something grappled from a successful slam attack, they can then, their next turn, use an action to use Crush, which does, Five. on average, 21 bludgeoning damage. The tree is doing this, or the Swobald is doing this? Swobald is doing this. While you are arguing about how to burn the tree, Urak, not having any flint or steel on him, and being totally out of spell slots, went up <laughs> to the tree, did a slam attack, and, and then crushed it, Managing to break the trunk off right at its base. Good work. That'll do. They then drop it to the ground. All right, I'm going to take my torch to that. Uh, I have figured out a trick for lighting those. Ryan casts prestidigitation. Oh, you learned that. Fantastic. Yeah, turns out suddenly being... Weird and magic-y has its benefits. I mean, I've been saying that. <laughs> it's true. Maybe our, our magic won't freak you out so much. And you have your own. Is any part of the tree still burning green? Or glowing green? Uh, the glowing was coming from the branches where the leaves were. Now that they've been broken away from the trunk, or the base of the trunk at least, the glow seems to be fading. Is there a way out of this room other than the one we came through? Let me check my map. Um, with your passive perception, I'd say that it looks like there might be at least one way out, but it looks like you'd have to be swimming to get it. Thank you, Craig, for starting the recording again. <laughs> because <laughs> Craig left before we yes. told Craig to. Yes. Uh, but we've been playing for just over an hour. What do you say we take a short stretch break? Okay. Okay. I will press some buttons. And I get to hang out with my friends, and that makes the Saturday worth it. Yay. Yay. Also, apparently, a swobold broke down a tree with their bare hands, and then... And we're all very proud of them. Well, one of you is very proud of them. The rest is... Talia might not be. Who knows? Talia's happy (laughs) that that Ryan set the tree on fire, however. 
Hashtag burn the tree, apparently. Hashtag burn the tree. By the way, uh, Ryan, give me a dexterity save. All right. Hey, guys, I'm back. If we start it again? Yep. <laughs> For like 10 seconds. Okay, with a 10, you I are going to take... I am not invoking favored by the gods, I think. You take six points of fire damage. The tree goes up like it was soaked in pitch. I could cast Absorb Elements, but I don't think I'm gonna. All right, people, I think I found a way deeper into the caves. It's over here. You actually... uh, And this is something I didn't get into because I looked at the time and said, oh, we should probably take a break. Uh, There's two locations in here that look like they might be worth investigating with your passive perception. Uh, One of them is an opening that looks like it goes into another chamber... It is mostly below water, but there's a little bit of it above water so that if someone wanted to not have to hold their breath to go in, they might be able to. You're not entirely sure how deep the water is there, but you could probably swim through there unless you have a phobia of enclosed spaces that are filled with water. The other space is, it doesn't look like it's an exit or an entrance, but there is a bit of mostly dry ground over in a slightly different direction that does, in fact, appear to have an old half-buried chest. All right, I'm going to head over to the chest and try to pull it out. And if I can't, I'm going to ask someone to help me pull it out. Okay. Uh, Because I know about your character, I will let you know that before you get there, you are waist-deep in water. I can do this. I swam all the way to the door. I can do this. You can do this. You can do this, Gorga. You can do it. You can do it. You can get to the chest. Can I use shape water to drag dirt away from the bottom of there or silt away from the bottom of the chest? Oh, very easily. Okay, I'm going to do that. I say, on a scale of 1 to 65, I'm feeling a bit of a 40. See if I can do something with Well, I uh, don't have much magic left in me right now, but I could probably give you a hand. Does any, has anyone else been harmed? No. No, I'm fine, yeah. I'm good. I Only by myself. <laughs> I might be happy with just lying down for a little while, if possible. Take a nice rest for a long time. Perhaps, a, uh, yes, a long rest. That would be good. We could take here. some time, I believe, as long uh, as we get this chest out of the water. It, the chest is, it, well, it's half submerged in the silt, not so much the water. As long as we get this chest out of the silt. This actually looks like a wonderful place to set up camp. I will look for wood to start a fire. Ha, ah, ah, ha, ah. ha. You see, did you see what I did there? I see what you did there. I did yes, indeed. Yes, you have made the joke. Very good. Yes. The, the joke is that Ryan burned all the firewood. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We can break this chest apart for firewood. Oh, it's possible. Indeed. Yeah. Well, first I'm going to try to open the chest. Okay. Does anything happen when I open the chest? Well, the lid appears to be locked shut. All right. Well, I'm going to pull out my lock-picking tools, and I believe that's dexterity plus my proficiency since I am proficient in it. I think that's sleight of hand. Sleight of hand would be used for lock-picking, yes. So sleight of hand in general or sleight of hand plus my proficiency again because... Plus your proficiency, I think. Yeah. Because I'm that, already that's my understanding as well. Hand, but I am proficient with... Thieves' tools as well. If you're, and I would if argue that means double hand and in thieves' tools, then you get both of them. Yeah, this fifth edition makes it very easy if you've got the tools for the job. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but rolling a five on the die is still a five on the die for a total of 13. Ugh. Well, in that case, I am going to ask you to make a dexterity check for me. Oh, no. Check or save? In this case, it's a check. 21. Okay. Um, so you go to pick the lock, and you can't find any of the mechanisms inside that you're supposed to make turn. You find spots that don't budge, but you don't find any spots that budge. There's just empty space where it's supposed to budge. And when you go to take a step back, your hands stick to the chest ever so briefly. Oh, no. And here's where we roll for initiative. Okay. Oh, God. Once more with feeling. Yes, Ryan, you have have advantage. (laughs) Thank you. It's good to know. Looks like we have another member of Team 19. Oh, I might be the only one this time. Come on, sidekick. Here, sidekick. Sidekick, sidekick. Come on, sidekick. You can do it. I'm just proud that I got everyone else's numbers in by now. Uh, Sidekick was waiting Uh, for me. Rolling on my sheet, I get an 11 and a 3. Oh, where are we? Oh, there you go. Um, Well, I got two 19s from Avray, so that's an 18. For some reason, Avray thinks it's a negative (laughs) 1. Yeah, yeah I, because sure I said I put in the minus one for my modifier, and it, um, it the syntax is different enough that it. Well, the thing is, they were li- very low values of nineteen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you add them together, you get zero. <laughs> so that's what happens when you roll an, a negative d twenty. <laughs> Okay, well, with that said, Morley, the chest moves. Okay. Did anyone else see that? The, the, the chest it is moving. It is moving under its own power. This is not good. Oh, and I'm, I'm going to hit it with an Eldritch Blast, if I can. Uh, I don't think this will be good for firewood. 10 plus 5 is 15. Does it hit? Mm-hmm. A 15 will hit. Ooh, okay. And 3 damage. It's still first blood. Hmm? <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, it's immune to tiefling damage. <laughs> Good thing I did not throw myself at it. <laughs> Give me a moment. I can make it work. <laughs> Ryan, you're up. All right. I am... Is it still underwater? No, it does not no. appear to have ever been underwater. It was on the land. Oh, it was on land. Oh, okay. In that case, I'm just going to run up to it and attack with my longsword. Okay. And that's an 18. An 18 is going to hit? Excellent. <laughs> Seven points of slashing damage. Okay. It is Urak's turn. He lives for this. Wonderful! I've always wanted to fight one of these. Ha-ha! And attempts a slam attack. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. Everyone sees what's coming. <laughs> First of all, I rolled a 10. Urek hugs the mimic. The mimic is indifferent. I like that Jen and I realized what was happening at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Why am I opening up the die roller again? Urek is gone. It is Talia's turn. Um, Eldritch Blast. That is a 15 to hit. A 15 will hit? Uh, 12 points of force damage. Noted. The DM needs to make an adjustment because the DM made a mistake. Not to what Talia did. Okay. Urak entered this fight 
with damage, and I put oh, in no. what their hit points should be, but I put that in as damage. That is, oh, dear. Oh, no. that is not what it should be. <laughs> okay, that's close enough for government work. Gorga. All right, since I'm already right next to it, I'm just going to try to stab it. Roll the two on the die for a total of eight, so I assume I just whiff. Well, in your defense, there was a swobold in front of you trying to hug it. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to stab the swobold. Zuda. Uh, actually, who else is near the near it? Is it's Ryan and Eric right now? Yes. Yeah. So. Did Elliot go? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Eldritch blast. I'm I Eldritch blast. So I have a, an ability that lets me use the help action as a bonus feature as long as they're within 30 feet. So, uh, Ryan, you get advantage on your next attack. Yay! Thank you. I appreciate it. You're not going to give advantage to the guy who's currently hugging the mimic? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I love Gorga. Oh. Because, that is the end of my turn. <laughs> because smart life choices. Yes. It is now Zuda's turn. Okay. I told the dead on the uh, mimic. The mimic? The bell is also a mimic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Fine. Ryan has inspiration. Are you happy? (laughs) Yay! The mimic comes with your free choice of topping. That's good. The topping contains potassium benzoate. Um, um, That's bad, isn't it? Also, I rolled a 13. Can I go now? Dang it. All right. Um, well, healing word says that Eric gets six points of hit points. Six points of hit back. I listened to what you meant. Yes. <laughs> it is time for the mimic to attack. I like imagining healing word. Feel better. <laughs> That's why I like healing word as a bard. Sing them a song. They feel better. If you liked it, then you should have put a bandaid on it. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Which I kind of did. Or that tree okay. is... I, uh... First attack goes for Urak with a bite and somehow misses. <laughs> because that was a nine. Nine. <laughs> I am swift it, like the wind. It was very mighty, but it missed <laughs> nonetheless. Also, a pseudopod flies out from under the silt behind Talia, and that's a 15. Uh, hits. Okay. That is seven points of bludgeoning damage. It takes 10 points of cold damage. It doesn't like that. <laughs> I don't imagine it would. Talia's page on Yelp receives a bad review. <laughs> uh, Air conditioning Bag- too high. Armor of Bagathus. Wonderful. Yep. It's such a great spell. Uh, <laughs> and that's the Mimic's turn. It was one of Mazir's go-tos, and I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Mazir's still out there. Oh, I just remembered. Something that, there. Well, not just that, but I specifically remember Ellie telling me that Mazir is on board with the idea of having low-level adventurers attempt to assault the tower mm-hmm. that Mazir inherited. Oh, yes. Mazir can be a big she, bad. <laughs> she is perfectly happy to be an end boss. It's like Fred's tower, if Fred was actually a nice person behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Uh, I gotta go in about ten minutes, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, with that done, it is Morley's turn. Okay. Um, how beat up is... Orek, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Just kill the thing. 
Okay, I will cast the Eldritch Blast at the Mimic. More time. I have a 15 plus 5 for a 20. That'll hit. Roll your damage. Okay, and damage is 9 points of damage. All right. It's bloodied. Woohoo. Ryan. Go. I will swing my sword at it. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off. (laughs) 23. That pays off for your damage. Oh. I keep getting 19s, and it's kind of disappointing because so close. there is a subclass where I would. There's, there's a way to have that be a crit, but you're not in it. Uh-huh. Indeed. I am not in it because I do not have a fighter subclass, and I, I should roll a die that actually exists. I accidentally typed 1d0 that. <laughs> 1d83 uh, for slashing okay it is Urak's turn he hugs harder he hugs better that's a 21 uh, so officially he has grappled the mimic wow it's adhesive abilities only work when it's shaped like an object it stopped doing that uh, but it is however actually resistant to bludgeoning damage so it's going to only take five it takes a short break talia eldritch blast i have an eldritch blast comment that i want to make later uh, it's actually not a critical role reference okay what was that uh, 17. 17 will hit uh that is seven points of force damage gorga i'll take another attempt at stabbing uh, not one okay but i'm giving you inspiration for finding that gif because it is glorious <laughs> yeah I, right, I remember I'll use that right away 13 a 13 will hit and I'm going to assume it's engaged so I'm going to roll my sneak attack as well it hasn't set a date yet 11 damage alright Zuda Zuda walks up close to the, uh, the mimic which is being grappled by Urek you have done well but now it is time to rest. 22 to hit with Guiding Bolt and 14 damage. <laughs> one health. No, no, that's over. The advantage that you grant with Guiding Bolt is irrelevant. How do you do this? I put my hand on it and shatter it. The ground that you are all standing on goes down several inches. The Mimic was underneath all of you. Jesus. It wasn't a regular mimic. It was a giant mimic. Why would I assume that we would get lucky and actually find a treasure chest with something in a dragon's lair? After you well, were told the whole thing was cleared out. Inside the dead mimic. No, wait. It shattered. Which means whatever was inside is now on the outside. But we'll resolve that later because I think this is a good point to end it. Thank you all it for is. playing. Thank you all for listening. We can probably set up a camp and take a long rest before... Yes. Gorga is for that plan. Okay. We will definitely worry about that over the week. So thank you, Archbeth and LFA, for listening in today. Uh, Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Ellie, Eo, Jen, and Cindy. Let's do a few quick plugs. Chris has a fortnightly recorded podcast, AzerothCTC.com, about a wide variety of video games, not just World of Warcraft, as is referenced in the show title. They have branched out, not unlike evil trees that get set on fire. Ellie mm-hmm. runs a whole social, social network, elek.xyz, E-L-E-K-K.xyz. 
E-L-E-K-K to XYZ. If I can speak properly, those of us who have social media accounts, wherever we have them, if we're willing to share them, those are linked in the show notes, which are on the cast page. And Strike if you'd that, like to join reverse it, it. You can just ask for an invitation. That is ask- That was also true. EO's mom writes books. You can get those at elizabeth-mccoy.com. Not bookofgen.net. <laughs> that is Jen's website where you can find their blog and podcast. And Cindy remains awesome. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on. You can join other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Natalock, Mickey, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, hmm, this is troubling. You wouldn't think that a dead dragon would have some kind of enchantment that keeps me from going into their old lair. But that does seem to be the case. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Night.